Thank you, everyone, for coming. As Kelly said, uh, I also feel like a longtime friend of the chapel. Um, when I came to Houston almost 20 years ago, my uh, brother-in-law, Daniel, said, you need to see this place, the Rockford Chapel. You will like it. And as I came, I fell in love. And I've been coming over and over. They can't get rid of me now. And amongst the things um, that I'm focusing on is the area of spirituality. And uh, we created this uh, program, this 12 Moments of Spirituality and Healing, around seven years ago. And it's been great to see that many of you have come over the years to the different faith traditions and even modern traditions um, that we bring to you. So you can see how different aspects of meditation, of spirituality, can be used by you in different ways. So what we usually ask the speakers, so today, since I'm speaker, I would do the same, which is around 10 or 15 minutes telling you a little bit about the tradition that we're coming from, how this mic works or doesn't, okay, um, and how do we integrate the work of healing within uh, spirituality. As Kelly said, this is a fabulous place of the intersection of spirituality, art, and human rights. And the founders, the Menils, were really interested in this space as a space of unity. And so that's why today when I was thinking what to bring this time uh, to the chapel in this particular moment that we're living, it's about community. Community is something that for me, it's always been very important. And from the burned Buddhist tradition that I come from, we talk about the three jewels. The three jewels being Buddha, or the enlightened beings, Dharma, or the teachings, and Sangha, the community. And so Sangha is one of the jewels. It's a very important one. And usually, in my experiences in different communities, the most difficult one. Because even though when we're sitting in a meditation together, when we're sitting in a teaching together, we're told that we are Vajra brothers and sisters. Vajra being this indestructible uh, link amongst us. And yet, even though we are this brothers and sisters strongly linked by either spirituality, by our collective union, there's a sense that we're not as united. And so partly what I've noticed is that when we are more at peace, it's easier to bring that outside. When we are able to kind of let the inner chattering of our mind and even our own opinions of things, things kind of settle in a place that is, there's a little more openness. And in that openness, there's a different kind of awareness that shines. So our usual way of the working of our mind, we call it our monkey mind. So that mind that goes from thought to thought, emotion to emotion, I'm sure you're all quite familiar with that. I don't think I'm the only one who has that. And yet, that's not the natural state of our mind. The natural state of our mind is a state that is relaxed and yet aware. So let's talk about this relaxed and aware. So aware, as I was saying, it's not this kind of monkey mind, but a sense of an awareness like the sun. And I'll explain more about this metaphor, how we use the sun. The relaxed one, which is Many people come to meditation to relax. How many of you came today to experience some sort of relaxation? Okay, good. So relaxation is an integral part of meditation, yet it's not the only one. Even though, and I work, as you know, as Kelly mentioned, in the integrative medicine program at MD Anderson, so that aspect of healing 
meditation and healing, and I was able to um, start doing meditation at the medical center um, 18 years ago, right after my dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer. I started volunteering there, then I became faculty. And as I bring meditation there, I notice that a lot of people come to relax. And this is a very important part. Yet it's not the only part. As Herbert Benson, he found that when you're in a lot of stress, actually meditation can be a great tool to relax and instead of getting that fight or flight response, to really have more of a relaxation response, being able to be relaxed in the midst of that stressor. And I know we all have some stressors, so being able to relax is important. However, sometimes we go too far. What do I mean by that? We're stressed, we run, we try to find a parking lot. It's not that easy here. Um, actually, I got a ticket last time I was here. So, um, you know, so we're stressed and, you know, finally I get, and this guy is supposed to guide something that is going to relax, and finally I'm going to sit and breathe, and as I relax, that went too far. So actually I gave Kelly a stick, so if you fall asleep, right, um, she will help you be more alert. So joking aside, what we're trying to do is really to find a, a way of being relaxed and yet aware. And so one of the things that we know is that we are mind-body individuals. Bless you. And as we are mind-body individuals, in our tradition, actually, even though in the medical world we call these mind-body practices, in our own Bon Buddhist tradition and other Asian traditions, we talk about mind, energy, and body. And what we mean by energy here is not kind of an esoteric word. It's the link of mind and body. And the expression of that link is breath and sound. So some of the practices we'll do have to do with mind, breath, body. Some others are going to be mind, sound, body. And in a way, it's a way of relinking that connection of mind and body. There was a very elegant research done in Harvard that showed that 50% of the time, I guess I'm exaggerating, 48% of the time, the mind is not where our body is. So that means that if I ask you where are you now, and you can say the Rothko Chapel, and if I say, really? Are you really here? Or is your mind in the parking place, in lunch, in my next meeting? Where is it? And can you actually allow yourself, give yourself the gift of being fully present? You know, besides um, teaching meditation um, to um, uh, patients and caregivers, I also teach to faculty and staff and medical students. And so if 50% of the time we're not there, that's, that's a lot, right? So if as a doctor I have eight minutes to be with my patient and four minutes I'm in La La Land, not promoting any movie uh, these days, <laughs> but, you know, um, I'm not there. And even with a friend, you know, I come and go and have a cup of tea or coffee with a friend and I'm there for an hour and half an hour I'm checked out. That's not that good. So what about being able to be fully here. So these practices are really not just about to meditate and get enlightened, or it's about being able to lower the monkey mind and be able to open up. And as we open up to ourselves, we can open up to others and be more fully present. It's like almost like being radically present, being fully here. And we are fully here with our three doors that we call our body, our speech, energy, breath, or our mind. And all three are doorways to our inner space that sometimes we call that, I like to call it inner home. Some people call it inner refuge. Some people call it soul. So 
whichever way you call it, it's like dropping in. So instead of having the mind wandering, it's the mind settling, and as it settles, be comfortable, but not so comfortable that you have the mantra of but rather that what you do, it's being more like the sun, which means being aware without bias, without saying, I'm going to grasp here and reject here. I'm going to illuminate here and not there. But actually be fully present. That's what we want. So what we'll explore today is how, by the stillness of the body, we can provide some stillness of the mind by connecting with the breath. Mind, breath, body connection. And as we do that, and we're able to come down a little bit and settle down, we're also going to use the silence, the external silence, and even the internal silence as a doorway to come inwards into our inner peace, where if we can calm the chattering of the mind, and it's not having a blank mind, by the way. It's not being totally drawn away by these thoughts, by this emotion, but rather just being able to be relaxed. And that awareness of the sun, it's like dawning. It just dawns that sense of awareness. And with that, there's a sense of warmth. And that warmth, in general, in my experience, we feel it more around this area. This is kind of our mind-heart. And as we feel that sense of warmth, it expands and it embraces others. And that's where the power of the collective or the power of the community comes. That it's not that we engage with others in the moment of rage or in the moment of unsettled mind, but rather we need to do a little homework before we engage with others, which is calm the monkey mind, be able to be a little more at home, find that openness, find that awareness, find that warmth. Let that warmth be the one guiding in that interconnectedness. And not only just to the ones you like, but even to the ones we don't. We're Vajra brothers and sisters with everyone together, not just with the ones we like. So this is an important part because if we are doing it from the wrong place, it's always going to have not so good outcomes. As my teacher Tenzin Wanjarinpoche, who you probably saw in the handout I gave, that he's coming actually on February 10th to the 12th as he comes every year to Houston. He was a Rockefeller Fellow at Rice. He's going to be at the Jung Center. He says, when you come to some issue, don't come from your rotten karmic cushion or from your rotten karmic situation, but rather come from this place of a open, luminous, warm hug. And that's what we're going to try and do today and be able to find that inner space from where we can connect to each other and then from there to others. Okay, the part of talk is done. So... What I'm going to ask you to do, and I know some of you are already on cushions, um, I'm going to stay here just because I, then you can see me, um, but I'm going to guide you first in a practice that will start with breath, kind of focusing on the breath. And what I mean by focusing on the breath is we're going to focus on breathing lower because many times we breathe too much kind of upper, just, and actually many times it's fast, which produces more agitation, more um, anxiety, more nervousness. So even by breathing lower, we're going to allow ourselves to actually be more grounded. And in fact, even physiologically, we are kind of awakening more the parasympathetic system instead of getting into the fight-or-flight response of the sympathetic system. So we're going to train a little bit in that kind of breathing and allow any tensions to the soles, and kind of invoke that relaxation response, but still be aware so that if the mind gets distracted, we're going to bring it back to our breath, whether we focus on our nose, on our belly rising and coming back, or even on the flow of the breath. 
And after we do that for a while, we're going to use then three sounds. And these are the sounds that you have also in your handout. Do I have a handout? I thought I did. Um, yeah. So this three sounds of ah, om, and hung. So if you don't have them, they're not that difficult. So ah, om, and hung, H-U-N-G, especially if you're more um, uh, coming from a Spanish-speaking uh, place, or H-O-O-N-G, if it's more English, your language. Um, so what we'll do is, when we get there, and I'll explain it, we'll start saying the sound of ah, which the sound of ah is clearing, right? What do we clear? Whatever is cluttering our mind. So when we clear, like we can clear a situation, an emotion, sometimes even what we call a famous person. Do you know the definition of famous person? So famous person, of course you might think immediately famous person must be a political person, or must be an actor or actress, or must be a sports person, but no, although it could be, because now you'll hear the definition. The definition of famous person is that for that moment, and just for that moment, when he pops up in our screen, he or she seems to have been born just to bother you. <laughs> right? So means that it pops up in your screen and you have that, ugh, reaction. But that's okay. What we're going to try is, when we notice that reaction, come back and breathe and notice that we can recenter with that breath. And then as we say the ah, we're clearing, not that person, but our ahness, right? Our, that sense of, I don't like it. Or even that sense of, oh, I love this, I want to keep it. We're just going to clear. Clear, clear, so we get more connected to a sense of openness. When we get more connected to that sense of openness, we're even going to focus actually more here for the ah and white color, for the OM, we're going to focus here and red light and a sense of bringing in and connecting to equality. Equality that will support us in this power of connection and of community. Could be loving kindness, could be compassion, could be inner joy, could be peace of mind. So, well, you can choose whichever you want. And then, after we, for each one, we'll say it a number of times. And you're just going to focus on the sound. Don't worry how I'm saying it. Don't worry how the other person next to you is saying it. And then when we say the OM for a while, and then I ring the bell, we'll come to the HUNG, blue light. And again, I'll be saying these things again. So just wanted to give you the map. And then we'll say HUNG for a little bit. And then we'll say all three together. OK? More or less clear? Ready for the ride? Okay. So um, Kelly mentioned about turning your cell phones off. I sometimes call it put them in meditation mode. <laughs> so make sure that they are in a mode that doesn't disturb you or others. And as you hear the sound, allow it to come to silence. your mind to slowly come inwards. As it comes inwards, let it focus on the breath and let breath be its companion as you breathe all the way into your abdomen and back through your nose or mouth. Maybe you can Place one of your hands on your abdomen and notice that as you breathe in, the abdomen expands, and as you breathe out, it contracts. Breathe in, expands. 
Breathe out, contract. And as we keep on breathing, we keep the mind's attention on the breath. Every breath becomes an invitation to be more in the present moment. Letting go the agitation of the mind, even the drowsiness of the mind. Focusing on your breath. All the way in. All the way out. Mind's attention on the breath. your mind gets distracted, gently bring it back. Don't worry about sounds or thoughts. Don't judge them. And don't criticize yourself for being distracted. Just come back to your breath. Let your back straighten up a little bit. Maybe you can stretch your arms up, almost like grabbing the sky. And as you keep on breathing into your abdomen and back to your nose, you allow any tensions in the back to dissolve. Stretch and breathe. When you're ready, allow the arms to slowly come down and relax them on your lap, palms up, elbows out so you Open the chest and open the heart. Keep on breathing. But still be breathing into your abdomen. Feel that sense of grounding as you're comfortably seated, whether it's on the cushion or the bench, and feel the feet on the ground with the support of the earth. Breathing out through the nose or mouth, back straight, shoulders relaxed, heart area open with the support of this wonderful space of the Rosca Chapel. As you keep on breathing, your eyes can be closed but not too tight. And if you prefer them open, Look to the tip of your nose and into the ground, a peaceful gaze. Let your mouth relax, particularly your jaw. Many times we put a lot of tension there. And let the tongue relax in the upper palate or behind your teeth. Just relax, keep on breathing. your mind gets distracted, gently bring it back to your breath. No judgment, no criticism. Feel the breath lower into your abdomen, connecting to your body and connecting to the stillness that the body can provide. The stillness of the body is a great support to also help the stillness of the mind. With the flow of your breath, connecting that mind and body reharmonizing your system.
sitting comfortably with the back straight, shoulders relaxed, heart area open. The mind gets distracted, bring it back to your breath. Notice that the mind is kind of falling a little asleep. Then breathe in and out a little more energetically. If on the other hand, your mind is getting too agitated, find a pace that is more peaceful, breathing in, breathing out. Find a rhythm that supports your stillness, your awareness on the breath. Sometimes it's useful to visualize your breath as light. Even give it a color. Many times in our Tibetan tradition, we say green light because green relates to the air element. But any color is fine. Focus on your breath, either on the sensation of the breath. Visualize it as light. Maybe it's green light. So if your mind gets distracted, gently bring it back. Let any tensions in your body dissolve as you focus on your breath. Keep your back straight, shoulders relaxed, and heart area open. attention to the silence, to that silence around you, even if there's sounds. Our mind typically likes to go behind sounds or thoughts. What if we pay attention to the silence, even with a little effort? Just pay attention to the silence. <coughs> attention to the silence might be a doorway to your inner peace. Letting the inner chattering of the mind quiet down a little and paying attention maybe to the silence between thoughts or noticing that the thoughts quiet down a little more. And enjoy that silence and that quieting. Keep on breathing. down, there might be a sense of inner dawning, the awareness like the sun at sunrise, softly illuminating, without bias or intention of going here and not there, or illuminating here and not there, just being present. breath helping us settle, being more present in that awareness. Or 
that stillness of the body can relax a little bit and be more open. And the awareness of the sun can illuminate more, being more fully present, more radically present. presence, you may start feeling the warmth, like the sun naturally illuminates and have its, has its warmth and heat. Our awareness connects us to our qualities of our loving kindness, of our joy, of our compassion, of our peace of mind, of our equanimity, of our patience, and so many other qualities. You open your mind, allowing these qualities to manifest. You can start feeling its warmth. Feel how the space of your home, of your inner home, becomes more open, more luminous, with more warmth host whatever we need to host with an open, luminous hug. You may visualize in this fantastic space that you are in a state without any clouds. Maybe without going anywhere, just bringing here maybe the support of a open space of the desert, the beautiful open sky of the desert or the mountains or even the beach. But instead of going there, allow it to be here so you connect and inspire your inner openness, your inner skyness that allows whatever needs to come up, you allow it to come up. Whether it's a famous person, a famous situation, a famous part of yourself, let it come up. Let it be like a cloud in your sky without judging or criticizing. And if there is no clouds, that's fine too. Enjoy the openness. Don't dig for one. Keep on breathing and noticing that sense of openness, that sense of whatever is coming into your screen, into your space, that you can hold it there without rejecting or grasping, judging or criticizing, but acknowledging it whatever that is, that famous person, that famous situation, that famous part of yourself. And focus on your forehead area, sometimes we call it the ch forehead chakra or energy point, as we connect to the white luminous light so then when we start saying the sound of ah, remember you can say it at your own rhythm, you don't need to follow me. But you can, if you want. And as we sound, ah, we're allowing that white light to help us clear, unclutter our mind and reconnect to our space, to our spaciousness, to our openness. As we sound, ah, a few times. Ah.
on breathing. Notice how that sound and vibration of ah and the white clear light help you unclutter, clear whatever is there. Keep on breathing and maybe focusing on your forehead and the support of the white light helps you support with feeling not only a sense of stillness, but a sense of openness. Of connecting to a little more openness in you. Of breathing into your openness. getting familiar with our possibility of openness. Feeling that sense of openness expanding all over our body. Feeling it like in every cell, a sense of openness in our body, energy, and mind. We bring our mind's attention to our throat area, our throat chakra. And we focus on red light, the sense of more helping us focus bringing that red light, that it's like that sense of quality that we might need to support our awareness there. That red light is more of our awareness, and sometimes we need a quality to support it. Maybe we feel that we need more loving kindness or more joy, more peace of mind of more compassion, whatever it is. As we sound om, we emphasize that sense of awareness like the sun that may be fed and nurtured with that quality that we feel we need a little more now. As we sound om a few times.
and breathing. If you notice that area of your throat with the red light as support and the sound and vibration of OM, of your throat with that red light helping you feel more aware like the sun is more fully present in that sky of your inner home. That awareness that infinitely radiates throughout that space, that sun being fully, radically present without judgment or criticism. Vibrating with that quality, maybe of loving kindness or compassion or joy, not only in your throat, but in every cell of your body. In that sound and that energy, guided by your breath. And ready to bring it into your life as you bring your attention to your heart area at the center of your body, at the heart level, that heart chakra where there is blue light that emanates like rays going to different places in your life. But select one where you want to bring this quality of loving kindness, joy, compassion, whichever you gather with the OM into that situation to heal that situation in your life, whether it's with yourself, with someone else in particular, with the community, whatever it is, at work, at home, in the community. Just bring that home, that healing light, empowered with the openness and the awareness, coming from that place of a warm, open, aware, luminous heart, as we bring that home into that situation with that healing power. Keep on breathing. Feel that blue light of healing in your heart and as you brought it into that particular situation in your life. From your heart, with more openness, awareness, and warmth into that situation. Endowed with that quality of loving kindness or compassion or joy. breathing. Notice how you're feeling now more at home, in the home of your mind heart. 
been cultivated some openness, some awareness, and some warmth. See if from this place it's comfortable to slowly stand up. See if that's comfortable. And to just move from one leg to the other and just notice your heart. See if that's comfortable. Try not to lose too much what we just cultivated. Connect to the ah, the om and the hung that we just did. As we'll say one time each. huge circle starting from here all around see if that's possible trying not to lose too much of our connection going to do a little experiment here of course we can't touch the paintings so <laughs> I think there should be enough space try and walk with mindfulness We can either, everybody see people grabbing their hands, so we could do that. Keep on breathing. And we're going to sound again the Aum Hung three times. Ah. Oh. each other. You can come a little closer in the circle. And again, three times the Aum Hung. Oh. 
Keep on breathing. Notice your heart. We all are interconnected. You can recite an inner prayer of connectedness to yourself and others. As I'll close with the Tibetan prayer for that.